what is off the groove? It means you've blown the line or you're pushing the limits a little bit too far or just maybe you might be looking for a faster way around the racetrack. Off the Groove with Scotty Dubler. Friday, June 5th, 2020. Episode number 135. Well, we made it to June, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we did. Halfway through 2020. Is it over yet? Uh, I, you know, I don't think this one's ever going to be over. It's kind of dragging Oof. for me. I'm just uh, with no racing every weekend or nothing that I have to look forward to hardly every weekend. I mean, I've got, I've got the podcast. Don't get me wrong, but it's not the same as, as packing my bag, going to the airport, hopping on a plane, going to the racetrack, having a meeting, get set up for the race, having the race, and then flying home. I mean, if you don't have that every weekend or every other weekend or whatever, it, it just seems like the world slows down or something. I don't know. It's been nuts. Um, what are we, six weeks away? Six weeks away today, I think? Six weeks from Volusia. The first Grand National of the year is going to be July 17th and 18th at Volusia down there. Uh, man, Volusia Speedway Park right there close to you, not too far away from you down there in Florida. Double header to kick off the race season and double headers throughout the season, apparently, right? Yeah, absolutely. Nine weekends of racing. Uh, it's going to be busy when we get going. Uh, they're still they're still saying we're going to do 18 rounds. There's a couple I'm still to be announced. Uh, hopefully those will come out soon. And uh, but yeah, still nine weekends of racing, 18 rounds, uh, which is good for our riders, good for our fans, and obviously good for me. I need the work. Absolutely, man. You ready to talk some two wheels? Not a lot going on in the two-wheel world. Last night on the AFT show, we had the California riders, a couple of California riders, I should say. There's plenty from California, Chad Coast and Mikey Rush. It was a pretty good uh, uh, AFT show. I had fun doing that because uh, both those guys have been around for a long time. They're, they're both in their early 30s, so I've been announcing them most of their career. So it's, it's cool to, to have those two guys on there. You did a little, uh, what was it, a Cribs? It seemed like a Cribs tour with Mikey Rush, and he is a hamster? What's, a, what's going on there? <laughs> well... Well, it kind of started with Bubba Schobert a couple of weeks ago. You know, yeah. after we got done recording, we thought we were done, but Bubba was showing us around some of his collections. So, you know, he made a table, a couple of tables and a bar out of a motorcycle and stuff like that. And then helmets have started showing up and, and uh, you know, Brandon Robinson showed us around his garage a little bit. Well, uh, Mikey Rush kind of showed us around his house and it, he said it used to be a barn. It looks like a really nice furnished house inside. But then his daughters, he's a stay at home dad and his little daughter uh, brought, brought the hamster in. It's a little ball and its name's Corona. So uh, <laughs> we had a good chuckle about that and just you know, just talking to those guys and, uh, you know, Chad Coase is down in Florida. He's been down there since uh, you know, the lockdown and stuff like that. So he didn't have a lot for show and tell. Uh, but, you know, just to see, you know, what the riders come up with and, you know, what they think is important and what they want other people to see is pretty cool. You know, it kind of shows their personality a little bit. Makes them human, which is always good to see. Uh, yeah, dude, it's always great. I love those those shows that you're doing each week. I was say, hey, 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 Carter, don't forget tuesday night fight.tv you can watch for the old guys versus for the younger guys going head to head at the flat track fight club uh you don't have to pay to watch it but we talked about it last weekend man i'm super excited about it that's coming up on tuesday june 9th you think i forgot about that i'm just reminding you because no, i already paid for it i bought it. About it i bought it during that interview and i cannot wait i'm stoked are you gonna you gonna watch it on your big screen on your roku or how are you gonna watch it yes all the oh, yeah, things. That's a good plan. All the things. All the above? Yeah, I'm going to stream it <laughs> everywhere I can. Well, let's get into this week's episode, dude. You want to get into it? 
Yeah, I'm excited about this one. He's actually a good friend of mine. Uh, he's he's an inspiration to a lot of people. You know, ever since I've been watching him race, I just can't believe he, he he's out there because he lost his right arm. We've had him on before, but he lost his right arm when he was just two years old, and he still competes at, at a high level in whatever he does. It's not just flat track racing. It's been bicycle racing, and now he's making the move into hooligans. So yeah. I think we should talk to him. Absolutely. Yeah, I actually saw him down in Traveler's Rest, and... I don't think I'd ever introduced myself or met him in person. So I, I definitely walked up to him and introduced myself. I had a conversation with him for a little bit. Um, but yeah, hell of a dude. Funny as hell. Let's call up our good buddy, Jason Griffin, and uh, hear what the hell he's got going on these days. Dial him up. Hey, what's up? Hey, Jason, is it 530 somewhere? <laughs> Is it five? I don't know. Are you in Oklahoma? Is it your time? No, I'm in Oklahoma. It's, it's it's four thirty here, but that's okay because okay. you know it's it's p- pandemic and there's no work going on. So I don't even care what time it is. I don't know what day it is. All I know is I, I want either. to talk to I want to talk to racing Jason Griffin. What are you what are you doing? <laughs> are you busy? Nothing, nothing. Hey, listen. I ch- I, ch- I changed. Did you hear Danger Dan's podcast? The, no. Do you, do you know Do you know who Danger Dan is? I've heard the name, I, but I'm, tell me more. This this guy this guy. We we changed it over. Now it's lightning. It's just lightning. It's not racing anymore. I finally I got a new nickname. <laughs> we made it official on the thing. I was like, I said I got to come up with something a little bit tougher than uh, than uh, um, or just call racing me rainbows Jason. or skittles. Skittles, skittles. rainbows. <laughs> I don't so, know. So where did lightning come from? I don't. I, I always like. I don't know, man. I think I, I think we used to, used to watch a lot of He Man. The cartoons were going up. The lightning come out of the sky, and I was like, "I got to get some of that." So, so you, you know, you can't give yourself your own nickname, right? What? 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 I, it had, it, I had to change it to something. I know. What? No, nobody. You know, nobody else ever gave you, dude. I think you coined that one. You're right. You coined the racing Jason Griffin. I think that was your. Uh, yeah. And now you you're trying you, to change did you, it. Did you, did you copyright that? No, but now you're trying to change it. So, are you insulting me right here? No, I, I just thought, I just thought about it. I was like, oh, I was like, oh shit! I, forgot. I was like, damn, Scotty yeah. did that one. Uh, Sorry, man. Well, well, thanks a lot. Thanks Sorry. a lot. It's all right. It's all right. I'll have to come up with another nickname for you. <laughs> you might not well, like the next one. I know. No, no I've, I've I've been called worse. No, look, we, who was it? Um, Lance the Sea. Um, Lance Jones. Let's see. I, I Lance, his son Chris. Chris mm-hmm. raced with us, with me and my family, for probably, probably two or three years. Um, um, I had, let's see, Lance gave me one of Johnny Murphy's bikes, um, uh, and I and I've still got it. And Chris had a Kawasaki, and we used to go racing. And Chris, I remember going race like, uh, we call what did we call him? Jelly Bean Jones, because he loved jelly beans. We used to go in those jelly bean <laughs> shops, and he had all the flavors. And I was like, Jelly Bean Jones, and it, and it used. And I was like, I said, that's kind of, I said, we, we got to come up with some new nicknames. You can be like Cobra or Snake or, you know, something, yeah. something, 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 something tough. <laughs> <laughs> so we used to, we used to laugh about it all the time going down the road. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. Well, Gosh, it, we, it, it, helps, listen, it, it helps pass the time race, when you're driving down the road, you know? I, I, I know, I know. When you're just like from South Carolina to, to Indiana, it's uh, you got a lot of windshield time. You, you, know, you know how it is. In the <laughs> motorcycle world, you're always driving. That's right. Oh Lord, did oh. I race with uh, uh? We've got this there uh, in Washington, Georgia. There's like a on your pass, like the Atlanta Motorcycle Club. They had a race uh, this past weekend, and we went down there. It's about two hours from here, 
they've got the best clay. I'm telling you, there's a handful of people running it, like the Atlanta Motorcycle Club. It's like mm-hmm. old school Bino Rody and Al Dana and them. Those guys are putting it on. But they have yeah. got some just, just some badass clay. You can run from high to low. And uh, we went down there. I took that Ducati Scrambler down there. And um, that thing, man, we put some fresh tires on it. Man, yeah. it would go anywhere you wanted it to. It made, I was like, God, this is just this is just too easy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, so you're bragging. Have, you're bragging. You're bragging like you won. I hope you came home with the checkered flag. I uh, gosh, I uh, um, I they had some issues with some flaggers, and I was in the lead. And one guy saw the red flag, which was in one uh-huh. corner, and they had a yellow flag in another corner. And uh, they were just short staffed. And I hit a guy sideways running. I don't Uh-oh. even know how fast. Uh oh. And um, well, if I didn't, uh, he was just. I, did, I laid it down because if I hadn't laid it down, I would have took him and I off into the pawpaw patch way out in the field. So I just kind of I just kind of slid up under him and bumped him. But um, yeah, there uh, we got those new Helite vests. We've been selling those things, and those things are that's that's probably the coolest thing in motorcycle safety I've seen since uh, uh you know since the helmet. It's crazy. Since sliced bread. Since sliced bread. Jameson Miners his. Aunt Mo Langbro yeah. Leathers. That was the last national that I rode. I mean, I retired. God was like, "Hey," he said, "You uh, when he when I saw him at the track that day, and 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 that that was just that was a terrible thing at Charlotte." And um, we uh, uh, that's when I heard. That's when I turned in my pro license. I was like, you know, God said, "Hey, it's been a good ride, but uh, you, you need to walk away from this." And uh, you know, as a racer, and uh, but she and I got to talking. Just had a race at Carnival just a few months ago, and we had some people get 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 injured pretty bad. And Sarah and I got to looking for some some sort of safety. We found these those he light air vests. It's what Dayanisi and Alpine Star put in their stuff. Those air so those air suits. You you sound like you really like them. Are you going to help try to promote them in our sport? And is it something you wear under your leathers or over your leathers? Well, we went and met with the guy. They're uh, they're on a few websites, but we went and met with uh, uh, the guy's name that runs it is Knut Wagner. He's uh, he is uh, he's from he's Austrian. K- yeah, Austrian like KTM world. But uh, we've got several shipments of them, and that's kind of uh, we're going to be carrying them around to the races. You can wear them over the outside, and there's uh, when they had that that amateur race at TR. You know, Johnny mm-hmm. Lewis and them did that did that. Pretty much like a national in, right, our, in our backyard right. with factory Harley guys. I was like, "What is going on here with these big haulers in this track?" But uh, uh-huh. there, uh, I saw some kids. There's some actually some kids wearing them. But you can wear them outside the leathers, or you can. Uh, um, Mo is having me a set made, and we haven't got them gotten them back yet. But uh, she wants to make it cost effective for you know for the, for our grassroots kids. And, uh, you know, people coming up to the sport because it's, you know, it's, 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 it's an expensive, it's an expensive sport. You can sink, sink a lot. And I think the safety needs to be, um, you know, that's at the top. I mean, I've got more money in safety gear and stuff than I've got in motorcycles. And I put on every bit of it because I know how hard I hit the ground. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, like my, my dad always told me, if you got a five cent head, you wear a five cent helmet, you know. So you spend extra money on helmets, on leathers, on protective gear. And I like it. I like what's going on. So uh, speaking of Traveler's Rest, how, how did you, uh, I guess, how did you run up there? I don't, I never, I don't never remember seeing you in the results. I guess I didn't look at the hooligan stuff. No, no, we went, um, gosh, we went in the corner. Let's see. Uh, this is, this is, it's kind of embarrassing the first part of it, but we, let's see. I was third. I was third in the main and, uh-huh. uh, I kept feeling something kicking me in the, 
tapping me on my shoulder. I was like, what is that? Well, it's, uh, it was that, it was, the, it was the seat on that, on that Ducati. It was tapping me on the shoulder. It was trying to come wow. off. And about, wow. the, about the fourth, about the fourth lap, it did come off. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm That's sitting on the fun. frame. No, no. I'm sitting on the frame and I'm about six inches lower. I was like, okay, I'm in third. Yeah. There's about 20 guys behind me. I was like, well, well let's just keep on riding. And we did. Uh, so in two more laps later, a guy passed me, a buddy of mine, Scotty Jones, on one of the uh-huh. XGs, and went off in the corner. And he, he, when he passed me in the corner, I was like, I knew, I realized how fast he was going, and I was like, if he can make this stick, I said, he's the man. <laughs> and uh, and he dug, he dug, he dug the front end in, and it yeah. pitched him, it pitched him up in the air, and then the motorcycle. I could see him out of the corner of my eye. I was like, and, and the motorcycle went up in the air, and all I could think of was 600 pounds of motorcycle mm-hmm. coming down on top of me. But uh, it knocked him out for about 20 minutes. He was in the hospital for about two days. He stayed here. We yeah. uh, we went, and Sarah and I went up there and, and uh, visited him just to make sure he wasn't going to get crayons and coloring book for Christmas. But he's good. He, he has, he's going to wear a neck brace for about probably probably a couple months. But it could have been a lot worse. I was glad. But he uh, wow. that was some scary so yeah, they didn't. Uh, they just they canceled our race. I think I think they scored me like they might have scored me fourth, fourth or fifth. I felt like I was winning though. Right. Well, that's <laughs> we good. Did. I mean, it, it sounds like it was going good. Maybe maybe you need a new mechanic that will tighten your seat bolts. I mean, I don't know. I don't even know. I'm trying to figure out. Uh, I don't know who's been over here working on motorcycles at the shop. There's uh, there's been some. <laughs> uh, I've got a I've got I've got a I've got a new guy, Levi Robinson. He's uh. He's riding. I picked up another 450, and he's riding that. And I've got a, uh, I've, I've got that Harley that I was going to ride. That I was going to ride in the week. Um, cleaned it up. I'm going to need some more mechanics. It's harder okay. to run to keep like four, four, four or five motorcycles up than it is just, just, just one or two these days. And I didn't realize that. It just sounded yeah. like a good idea. We work on bikes. We work on bikes every single night. Trying to, trying to, trying to make them go fast. Well, it sounds like you didn't win, but you know what? If you're, if you're racing, that's winning. I mean, because there's not been a lot of that going on. So I'm glad you got to race, and it sounds like a really cool event. You know, all in all, I heard some really good racing and some really good fast guys. Only a few of the top guys from the from the country weren't there. Oh, yeah. It was, I mean, it was like a national. That was the one in, tra- that was in Traveler's Rest. That was um, yep. Johnny Lewis has got that. He's the flat track futures guy, and um, I think uh, 80 rounds on the track, and he's pretty uh, – He's pretty awesome with the with the, with the equipment. They had a ton of rain, and um, he got that track uh, up to snuff. And Johnny Lewis worked his tail off. And they uh, those guys um, those guys put on a great show. I mean, they they worked really hard and they earned every bit of it. So I mean, hats off to them. And the, and the guys down here at Aonia, they're uh, they've uh, it's just a little it's, it's I don't even think it's a quarter mile, but it is uh, it's in a big grass field. They have a lot of Arma motocross they have like a big some big rolling green grass hills there's the old armor uh armor motocross guys get out there and just kind of roll through the pasture and that's uh that's pretty cool stuff pretty cool that's awesome awesome Uh, yeah carter said car said he actually got to meet you in person i know we've had you on the podcast before because you got to meet carter who's the the man behind the the podcast and used to be the man uh back you know behind the the producing the aft shows too so he got to meet you down there at traveler's rest yeah, you know, I, gosh, I, I I feel so embarrassed. I mean, I talk I talk to so many people, and uh, uh, I'm terrible with the names. And I he and I he and I I think he and I have crossed paths before. I just uh, I couldn't put the name of the face. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I was sitting right beside him up in the corner. <laughs> He's like, he said, I'm the guy. I was like, you are the guy. <laughs> awesome, awesome. 
Well, a little bit ago, you mentioned a Ducati Scrambler, and you got that from Brad Spencer out there in California. So it's a hooligan, I'm assuming. Are you going to run all the hooligan series? Or do you know what's going on with that series just yet? Um, I talked to, uh, or maybe Sarah talked to Cameron Brewer, uh, Roland's, Roland's right-hand man, mm-hmm. the guy with the huge mustache. And, yep. uh, and they are, they're, they're working on stuff. The, uh, the COVID stuff is trying to kind of shut everything down. I put on some – I'm a USA Cycling race director, so we put uh, – I've been putting on bicycle races at, at this uh, half-mile car track, asphalt track, down in uh, Greenville for probably six or seven years. And wow. we just uh, – there's a – it's kind of like flat track racing. It's a it's – a, you, you got you to do it because you love the sport. I mean, I don't think anybody's getting rich in it, but we're, we're passionate about it. And uh, – there's a lot, there's a lot more rules to follow. Everybody's practicing social distancing and we want to follow all the rules to keep everybody safe. So that's been, okay. uh, it's been something new we're, we're tackling, but we'll, uh, we'll, we'll put it together. We'll make it happen. Right on. I heard, the, <clears throat> heard the factory Ducati guys kind of reached out to you and did a little interview with, with you. Um, how did that go and where can we see that? Or do you know what they're going to do with that footage yet? They, I, I did a zoom interview with those guys. Um, uh, Claudio and uh, Gentile Stefan, Stefano, yeah, Ducati brand managers. Um, I, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm, I'm pronounce, pronounce that accurately, but uh, yeah, those guys they're uh, they're they're struggling with uh, with the COVID stuff the same as we are. Um, they're that country's really small, and, and they're uh, I'm not sure, I haven't talked to them in a couple of weeks, but the they were going to put that interview on the uh, um, they were going to put the, on the on the Ducati website. And, cool. uh, they're, uh, so, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to that and I'm, we're going to reach out to them. <clears throat> I've got a scrambler. Uh, there's a guy, Jordan Graham that rides mm-hmm. for a uh, fast, fast house out in California. And uh, right. we got to meet those guys out at the mint 400 and they were just super, super gracious. Um, but yeah, we're, we're I'm writing on that schedule and, uh, we can, um, we just, uh, we just got all our paperwork filed. So, Shriners Hospital did all my surgeries back. You know, I lost my arm when I was two, lawnmower, and uh, got a motorcycle when I was three. And Shriners Hospitals, they did all our surgeries for free. I mean, over wow. the years. I mean, I've, I've had five I've had five, or, five, five or ten operations. Uh, <laughs> bottom of my left foot, there's a skin graft. Um, and as you grow older, the bone, the, your bones get longer. And uh, they would have to go in and back and, and cut that bone back in my arm, what, what was left of it. And so right. it wouldn't grow out the skin. But um, we just, uh, um, Sarah had this crazy idea, and it's not so crazy now that I think about it. I think it's going to be pretty cool. But uh, we're going to go, uh, you know, as we go racing, we're going to roll up in Shriners Hospitals and um, tell, uh, little, talk a lot about spirit, a lot about spirituality, and we're going to spend some superpowers into it. And uh, we know we've been doing it on Instagram um like hashtag what's your superpower or hashtag left with no excuses and i was like yeah. and i can't take any credit for that that was all, that was all that was all sarah but um um we 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 started a 501c a nonprofit, and um we are going to uh we're gonna be st- we're gonna be stopping at anybody that'll, that'll that'll let me speak and let them share my story and uh we're going to let those kids at Shriners Hospital know where they can get their superpowers from. Everybody's right. got them. You just got to find them. Yeah, they're they're all inside you, man. That is so cool. I'm so proud of you for doing that. Um, also, when you're out in California, uh, maybe maybe somebody did a little documentary on you, did some something going on, or is there going to be a movie? Or what? 
tell me more about this. I mean, we texted about it maybe a few weeks ago, but tell me what else is going on. Is there, uh, there, uh, there were some folks. I, I don't even think I can say anything about it. Um, right. uh, that's, that's, right. that's what I was, that's what I was told. They were pretty specific about it as far as, um, what did they say? Coming to a screen near you. Cause you can't say movie theater anymore. Cause everybody has, uh, <laughs> iPhones and pads and computer. Everybody, everybody streams everything online. So it's coming, mm-hmm. coming to a screen near you is how I was supposed to say it. So we'll, gotcha. uh, we'll see what happens with that. Um, well, I don't, Maybe maybe it'll turn into a book. I, uh, um, you know, over the years, I I just uh, I think I didn't really think much of what I did when we raced because I just I, I don't know. You just uh, for years you're trying to trying to I guess when I was younger you're just trying to everybody's trying to fit in. You know, even back in school and stuff, it was just uh, I mean I think I was fortunate in some aspects, but everybody's. As as you grow up, it is. It, it I think it takes people longer to get comfortable in their own skin to find, you know, to kind of find their path and find what you know what their purpose on this earth is. So, and at this point, mine's uh, telling kids about superpowers and and, and racing motorcycles. Hopefully, you know that's uh, uh gosh, when we went to the X Games last year uh, with the, with Chris Boone and them, that kind of that kind of started this whole hooligan thing. And and the hooligan thing is is it, it's just great for the sport. Those guys, as long as the, those guys, as long as I've been racing, and not you know, t- t- ten or fifteen years, I've never seen any of those guys at a flat track. They just and they're brand new and they're excited and they're hungry and they just want to race. They they don't they, you know you don't uh, and it's just it's just really good for the sport. It pumps some pumps some new life into the sport and uh, you know I mean I guess I guess flat tracks probably at all time high right now as far as you know with the with the popularity of the sport i mean wouldn't you say yeah it's it's got a lot of momentum you know we're on national tv uh we're streaming all over the place i think i think uh i think it's in a good spot you know if we can get through the pandemic and get back to racing i think that's definitely going to help us um while i got you on here uh i think last time we had you on here you were training for some olympic stuff Uh, is that still going on or is that postponed are you still doing the bicycle riding um, you know, I train, I train on a bicycle. That is, uh, um, the, uh, when we started, let's see, w- when they had the, uh, when Rio came around, I was on, I was on a Paralympic, uh, development team in Greenville for, um, for, uh, GHS, which is now like Greenville hospital system. I think it's now Prisma, but, um, they, uh, we trained, we went to, um, we were going to Rio and it was, uh, it was a great experience. Um, as far as the ra- racing now, I mean, I, I've been training a little bit. I'm more focused on the motorcycles and, and, and the nonprofit. We're going to, uh, we're setting stuff up for that and trying to get, uh, these heat light air vests, I think are, are super cool. Um, Mo's going to, I think I skipped Mo's going to, she's going to put those vests. She's going to put those vests in, in a, in, in a leather suit. And I'm just, I'm wait, mine should be here any day now. And when, awesome. and when she does, it's going to be, uh, it's, it's going to be cost effective for the younger riders. We're gonna um, we're we're gonna keep them safe. My my big you know my biggest we've raced for so long and I, I've seen we've seen a lot of injuries and stuff and, and even out on the track I'm not I'm not out there for blood anymore you know I mean I'm 46 years old it's a uh, uh, got to slow down a little bit and uh, but it's a you know it's a it's it's a dangerous sport what we do and I and I truly believe in in, in those vests and I think that's really gonna keep a I think I think it's gonna keep a lot of racers safe so they can keep doing it for for yeah. you know for years to come that's what I always right. liked about the flat track. When I saw, yeah. gosh, we saw what 
I saw Carr. We went to Nieces, and it was it was just after my brother passed, and I was just kind of just kind of looking, you know, kind of out there in space, kind of just kind of looking for some direction. And uh, before I started racing his bike, and uh, we saw uh, Joe Cop and uh, Willie McCoy. They came down to uh, down to Nieces, down in Mid Carolina, down in Nieces, South Carolina, and uh, um, I was like, man. Like that is so cool. I didn't even know you could do that with a motorcycle. It's like you're gonna put your dig your handlebar in the dirt sideways and get up on top of that thing and slide it in the corner and then and then and then pull it off and come out sideways. We're like, uh-huh. oh man, that is so cool. So. <laughs> That's awesome. So before we move off the topic of the vest, is there a way to get a hold of these right now, or do you want people to reach out to you, or what? Do you, what's the easiest way to get these new vests you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have them at the track, but um, I, if, if people want to contact me, um, we've got our website. It's just jasongriffinracing.com. Um, on Instagram, it's jasongriffinracing, and I think I, we're slowly putting all that, putting all that uh, stuff together to where it'll be, it'll be easily accessible. Um, right now, we're, we're, just, we're carrying them to the racetrack, and uh, we've, we've, we've sold them. We've been pretty successful with them. Um, awesome. <clears throat> they're, uh, yeah, they, they run on CO2 cartridges. And, uh, you, um, I, I think, I think the bladders are a little thicker than what, uh, than what the Danish guys and the Alpine stars are putting in their air suits. So that's, I mean, to me, that means more protection. Um, but yeah, just, uh, we're on, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram and I've got, and I've got the website We're we're slowly putting all this stuff together and it's a, it's a lot. And, uh, we've had some good people helping us out, but yeah, it'll be, uh, it's cool. You can just, just mess, just message me. I'll be more than happy to, uh, to size you up and get get one get one to whoever needs one. So we just Man. want to keep people safe. You know? Sounds like you got a but lot I, going on. Man, you're busy. It does, it does, oh gosh, I can't even keep up with it. I, well, I look, I, I forgot what I was going to say about car and them. What I loved about the sport, you can do it on up in years. It's not like uh, uh, some of these other sports where these guys are twenty and twenty and thirty years old and they're in their prime. And then because I mean, you know, a lot of the older guys they're still fast. They're still fast. <laughs> Brad Spencer won the X Games gold medal. He's uh, he's probably around. I don't know. I don't want to. Ins- I don't want. I don't want to insult him, but he might be. He's probably fifty, sixty years old. I mean, did he win an X Games gold medal? On you know, yep, it, made, yep. it made it look easy. It made it made it look easy. Uh, so, plus he's probably just got as much natural talent as I don't know. We I watched Lance Jones ride with Charlie Roberts this weekend. That at Ionia. They brought up. Yeah. They brought some guys. Showed up with a bunch of bull tacos and uh, Charlie Roberts down there, class of '79. And uh, uh, Lance Jones was riding. And Lance, Charlie's fast. Charlie's fast. Lance, Lance, Lance just does it effortless. He just, you know, just like he's like like, like he's 20 years old. He just, they just make it look easy. <laughs> so. Yeah, it looks. You know, when Lance rides, it looks like he's not even trying. It looks like he's just sitting there, just twisting the throttle. I don't know how he does it. I don't either. It drives me. Yeah, Chris 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 Boone's the same way. Barely hanging on for dear life. This guy's yeah. like passion on, passion on the outside. <laughs> give you the, and then, give you the and then they look over at you and smile at you like it's nothing. <laughs> I know. I know. Like, please. Oh, man. That's awesome. Oh, man. So, anyway. Before we let you go, are you planning on promoting any races? Are you going to do Savannah again this year? Or is that on the back burner until we see what happens? Um, You know, I we let's see. I talked to see the where are we at? What month are we in? Are we in June now? Yeah, June. Okay. Yeah. So I know. Listen, it's just it's it's my schedule has just been so uh, 
just like yours. It's just everybody's working remotely, and um, it's hard to it, it's it's hard to keep up. But yeah, we're gonna go. We're gonna go do some races. I'm waiting to see what Roland Sands, what his schedule is gonna do. Um, they're, they're they're West Coast, so we're gonna be making some trips out there. Um, hopefully, that's the plan. Shriner's thing's gonna happen. You know, and, and anybody, you know, and I'll just, I'll just throw this out there. If if you, uh, um, we'll be more than happy to come and speak anywhere in this country, anywhere in this world. Uh, I, I think I didn't really think much about it when I was growing up. It was just I just wanted to race motorcycles. And when we started, you know, when we started racing dirt track, I just wanted to win. It never crossed my. I don't think it ever crossed my mind that I had one arm and that I was the only guy out there doing it. I just wanted to win, just like anybody else. And and over and over the years we met some 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 folks and people would just come up and uh and just share their stories of of you know of, of a poster that i signed for them you know four or five years ago and they and they still got it still got it framed to sit in their living room over the fireplace that's like their centerpiece and that that's pretty powerful that's cool. so i i really think that uh you know it's it's a way for me to give back to the sport i mean god we love dirt track do we not and the flat oh, and the yeah. flat track family man you can't beat them you can't That's beat right. some of the friends that you made at the flat track at the motorcycle races those are those are we can go i you know i can we can go anywhere in this country and you and i are running each other we'll run into somebody else and it's just like you know we just we just, those relationships that's you know that's that that's important so absolutely i'm pretty excited about that it's gonna be cool uh cool, it's, it's gonna be uh we got a lot of good things going. We just gotta figure out a way to put it all together. It'll happen. We'll just keep just keep pushing, and, and it'll all come together. And we'll just try and get through all this COVID stuff and get back get back to normal. Get back to racing. Uh, Volusia, you said Savannah. Volusia, they're they're gonna have a doubleheader at Volusia. I thought the Woody yep. Powell. They're gonna have a doubleheader at Volusia. What in is it in a, in a couple months? July seventeenth and eighteenth. So about uh, six yeah. weeks from today, actually. Okay. All right. You gonna be down there? Absolutely, yeah. I'm going to all the nationals. You give it, yeah. Right. I, was just, I was just wondering about Savannah because I know you're a big part of making that Savannah race happen in the fall. But uh, Rob, no, uh, Rob, Rob McClendon's doing that anywhere. See, Rob McClendon, okay. he picked, he picked that up. Robbie, Robbie, right. Bobby is running the show. We are. Uh, I'm going to focus on this nonprofit. We have put on enough flat track races in my lifetime to to last me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, we're we're good, and it's it's a it, it was a great chapter. I mean, we are. Uh, I wouldn't change anything, but we're Rob, Rob's running the thing in Savannah. Um, Johnny Lewis is doing the thing up in Traveler's Rest that we were doing. So he's uh he's kind of we're kind of passing the torch to him, and he's uh he's done a great job. Rob's gonna Rob's gonna do a good job. He's um he's not going anywhere. So neither, neither am I. We're just kind of kind of change change jobs a little bit. And uh, but yeah, Savannah, oh, Savannah's so fast. You ought to get a bike. You should. I should bring you one of these hooligan bikes. You need to ride. You need to ride one of these. You need to ride one of these. <laughs> I am retired. I am all done. I'm retired. I got to save proud. my voice. You know, I, I got to save my voice for I, those nationals. <laughs> I, I, listen, because we've got a corner all these. I videoed, uh, I had a GoPro on that day on you, and I was, uh, I had it on my chest, and I was trying to get some get some good footage and put something together, and uh, all you could hear is me, <laughs> me trying to trying to hang on to that motorcycle in the corner. <laughs> I think I was holding my breath most of the time going, uh, yeah, oh, uh, 
no, 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 yeah, 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 go, go. <laughs> the whole time, just laugh your ass off. <laughs> oh, man. Like, what am I? Yeah, I laugh at yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got to. Man, you're an inspiration to a lot of people, and, and I appreciate you coming on here and talking about what you know, what all you got going on, and, and good luck with everything. And, and uh, man, keep going fast and keep having fun, man. We appreciate it. Hey, thanks, man. Listen, I appreciate what y'all do. It's a, it's a, um, the podcast, and you guys have been doing it. Gosh, how many years? It's, it's been over a- two. It's over two. Uh, right around yeah. two. Uh, episode number one thirty-seven, or no, one thirty-five is today. <clears throat> so you're episode one thirty-five. One hundred thirty-five weeks in a row. Good lord, that's awesome. Well, listen, keep doing it. It's a, you know, there's, there's, there's only, there's like a handful of people of us that, that keep, they keep it, they keep it going, they keep the sport alive, and you, you guys are one of them. So you and Chris both. Thanks, Chris Carter. I appreciate y'all, man. Cool. Thanks, Lightning, Jason Griffin. <laughs> You got it, brother. <laughs> All right, man. Later. See you, man. Take care, Scotty. Bye-bye. <laughs> Lightning, Jason Griffin. <laughs> I think I think I kind of put him on the spot because I'm pretty sure I started calling him Racing Jason a long time ago. And, and you know, I used the cliche one-armed bandit. Well, that's a slot machine, you know, but it, I don't know. <laughs> so I didn't really like that one too much. So I started calling him Racing Jason Griffin. And now he's got a new nickname, Lightning. Uh, so I'll have to remember that next time I announce him when he's racing. Yeah, you're definitely the guy that gives a bunch of people nicknames. Uh, I'm sure you can come up with another one for him, right? absolutely i'll just have to put some thought to it i i I just love listening to him he he got so excited and so wound up about different things he's got so much going on in his life and and uh you know it all evolves and revolves around motorcycles and racing and i think it's cool i really like what he's doing with the shriners hospital getting involved there uh it's super cool to see uh his support not just in the racing community but outside the racing community with with folks in need so um and i love to see that he's focusing on the 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 safety aspect of the sport which we all can agree on is is a huge part that that could always be better absolutely absolutely uh one takeaway i got and i I, i'm gonna tell you a little short story i don't know if you know this or not but he said sometimes it takes a while to find what you're good at or what your goal in life should be or or you know something along those lines And, and i don't know if you know this carter but i was quiet I was shy all the way until I got out of high school, started college, and probably about the same time I started racing flat track, I uh, finally came out of my shell and started talking to people like, like I was so shy, Car, I didn't even like talking to people on the phone. I didn't go up and ask for autographs from anybody in the pit area. You know, I went to races forever as a kid, and I would just sit back and watch, and I took it all in. And, uh, but I, you know, when I came out of my shell, started racing, things changed for me. And then when I stopped racing, somehow through different people i end up you know behind the microphone and i think i found my calling and and i love it and and yeah so i mean if you haven't found your your dream or your dream job or what you're most good at or the best at don't stop trying uh it'll it'll come to you it's it's pretty cool absolutely and it's funny because like i don't think anything has ever spoken to me more than what he said i feel a lot like in line with what you just said dude like i've always believe it or not i'm a a serious serious introvert um but i but i seem like an extrovert if you know me like uh if you know me well uh, i'm i'm outgoing i'm i'm uh, you know i joke a lot i i like to have fun I'm, i'm loud sometimes but i am a insanely introverted introvert and this this platform for me has been my 
my way of, of, you know, finding my voice and finding what I love. And I, I've always been drawn to racing, right? Doing the NASCAR thing for seven years, but I've never been drawn to racing as much as I have with flat track. So I feel like flat track is where I need to be. I still haven't figured out what the hell I need to be doing in the, in the community, but I'm making content, all kinds of content that see, people seem to dig. So that may be it. A lot of people that go to the races or are in the pit area or help out aren't necessarily making a living doing this but they do it because they love the sport and like jason griffin just said a little bit ago they love all the people involved in the sport and Mm -hmm. you know like he said we can go to any racetrack and it doesn't matter what flat track racetrack i go to i can walk up to people and give them a hug and say hey man what's been going on it's and just catch up it's like we're long lost cousins or or brothers or whatnot and and the family uh, aspect and the community aspect of flat track is like no other I've ever been around. Yep. And, and I definitely realize that too, you know, going out to travelers rest, right? Any event you put on isn't going to be perfect. There's going to be things that, that, you know, there's issues, there's things that don't go as well as you hope they did. But in the, in the sense that everybody in the flat track community was able to get together and see each other at a racetrack, right. And, and get some laps in, find out some things on their bike. Like that was that was definitely a huge success. And every time I feel like I go to a flat track race and I see people in the community, um, if you see me at a race, I'm always smiling ear to ear just because of, for that reason, right? You see the people that you care about. You see flat track racing, which is one of the best racing, if not the best racing in the world. And uh, I don't know, man, it, it's, it, it's definitely why we do what we do, right? Absolutely, man. Well, we kind of had a touching show, had a lot going on this week, but uh, you know what? It was a good show. I, th- I really enjoyed this one. Um, yeah, man. Good time. Always good to hear from Jason, dude. Some of those lines he throws out there just tickle the hell out of me. Um, <laughs> yeah. Good dude. He's funny. Good dude. Well, um, I guess we'll call it a wrap then for this one. And don't forget, if you want to reach out to Oliver Brindley, they're still playing the messages you guys are leaving him. The number is 352-639-2924, ending in 24, because that was Oliver Brindley's number, the 24. So uh, they're playing them for him. Gives him something to look look forward to and give him some positive encouragement. Uh, definitely, if you want to do that, reach out to Oliver. Yeah, man. Um, we saw some posts from him. It was good to see Oliver. Um, wish the, wishing the Brindleys the best. Always thoughts are with Oliver, for sure. Absolutely. All right, Carter. Well, enjoy the week. Enjoy the weekend. We'll talk to you next week. And thanks to all of our listeners. Thanks to all of our fans. Smash that like button. Tell all your friends about our podcast. Uh, We'll talk some more two-wheel racing next Friday. Peace. Laser tag. <laughs> what? Never. Heard I don't even have nothing for that one. Never heard that one. <laughs> no. That's how I say goodbye, or how I used to say goodbye. Laser tag. Laser tag. I, I don't know. <laughs> Why not? Have you been drink? Have you been drinking? Not today. All right, me neither. Not yet. Makes me want to drink though. Don't start now. All right.